Welcome to the Hour of Glory broadcast with Reverend Jonathan Ekuban, Senior Pastor, Springs of Life Chapel International. It's our prayer that you receive the heavenly touch that you so much desire as you listen to the message today. Now, here is Reverend Jonathan Ekuban. You make my life so beautiful. This morning, come and speak a word unto us. Line upon line, precept upon precept. Let there be healing, let there be deliverance. In Jesus Christ's name, somebody shout a big Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Well, I want to continue our teaching on exposing the Luciferian spirits. We started by saying that our God is a God of orderliness and everything He creates, He created in order and in rank. And you can actually see a lot of order and rankings when you get into the military service or the police service. You can see the rankings. And uh, in heaven, we have the, what we call the triune God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And then we do have archangels who are senior angels and we've got other angels. And all of them have a work to do. Amen. Now when God has set all these heavenly hosts and everything in place, the Bible declares that there came a time when one of the archangels known as Lucifer decided to go against the status quo, the order of God. He became rebellious. And in Isaiah chapter 14, verse number 12 to 14, we'll see our introductory scripture over there where the guy became rebellious. And the word rebellion means organized resistance or opposition to a government or other authority. It means an act or a show of defiance towards an authority or an established institution. I looked up for the word rebellion again. And it gave me another meaning that an opposition toward a person or group in authority or it is the refusal to obey rules or accept normal standard of behavior or dressing. Okay, so watch it. When somebody refuses to obey rules or accept normal standard of behavior or dressing, then you must know that it is rebellious. In fact, with this very definition... I found out that rebellion is a situation of the heart. Amen? And it manifests itself. So today we're going to see how the rebellion manifests itself. And you see, when somebody deliberately breaks rules, you must know that the spirit of rebellion is at work. One time one guy was driving me and he got to the traffic light. It was red. And he ran through the traffic. And I warned him and I said, today is your first and last. If I am in a car, you don't go through red. If you want to go through red, when you are all by yourself. Because one, you endanger your own life, endanger the lives of other people in your car and the cars of others. And listen, if somebody can be rebellious in one thing, he can be rebellious in other things. So these are things that you, are, you have to be watchful as you deal with people in an everyday life situation. And right in heaven, which was a perfect place, the devil managed to corrupt himself by rising up against what God has set in place. So the devil one time said, Bible said, you have said in your heart. So he realized that rebellion starts in the heart. Is that right? Like one boy, one time somebody was told, he said, sit down. The mother said, sit down. And then he wouldn't sit down. Sit down. He said, sit down. And then the mother grabbed him and pushed him down. And then he said, even though I'm sitting down, inside I am standing. <laughs> so you realize that the rebellion, you see, anytime you see an outward manifestation, it has begun in the heart. So he said, you have said in your heart, 
I will ascend into heaven and I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. The guy had his own ranking, but now he wanted to be above the stars of God. And he said, I will also sit on the mount of the congregation. That means that Mesometana. That means that where God sits, I also want to sit there. I will sit on the mount of the congregation on the farther side of the north. Then look at the verse number 14. I will ascend above the height of the cloud. I will be like the most high. The created wanted to be like the creator. So when you find out that people that are genius want to be, have the same kind of whatever privileges like their seniors, then something is wrong somewhere. Hello? Yeah, what is due to a genius must be given to him. But when a genius is coveting what a senior has, I must eat the same pieces of fish that he eats or mommy eats or whatever, then it is not a good thing. I remember when we were young. Um, thank God. You see, when you are younger, eh, parents or adults say a lot of things you don't understand. When they are sharing food, we all bring our bowls there. When you stand there, you look out there and look at them and say, then when you are, you say, shift your eyes off. Don't look inside the soup and don't look at, you are looking and you say, we didn't understand. <laughs> don't look inside the soup and make any calculations. Hallelujah. Because something bad can enter your heart. Then he says, so the guy said, I will be like the most high. But now look at what happens to rebellious people. The verse number 12. He said, how are you falling from heaven? It means that any time you become rebellious, you fall from your heaven. Oh, Lucifer, son of the morning. The guy was Lucifer, but later on he became a devil. How are you cut down to the ground? So, number two... When you become rebellious or you go against the word of God and the status quo, you are cut down. And when you see a tree that is cut down, it lowers in height. So you realize that when you are cut down, what you are supposed to be, you are not. You are reduced in quality. So rebellion reduces you in quality. It takes away something precious out of your life. You who weaken the nations. When a rebellious person gets in your midst, you become weakened. When somebody who goes against word, because see, how does he rebel? He will come to weaken by accusations. And I told you that accusations, what that accusation is, number one, it weakens you. When you hear accusation, it weakens both you and the accuser. Even the hearer himself is accused. Number two, when you are accused, you are weakened, and then it leads to what? You are confused. Should I dance or I shouldn't dance? Should I do this or I shouldn't do it? Then it leads to lack of commitment. You don't become committed to whatever you are accused of again. It affects your commitment. And then number four, your confusion will lead to what? Paralysis. You are paralyzed. And then it leads to inactivity. And then eventually it cuts you off. And what is the strategy of the devil? The devil wants to cut you off from the best of things. So he will use the spear of accusation to try to cut you off and that's why in the bible the bible says that the moment the accuser was cast down in revelation chapter 12 it says verse number 10 he said now is come now i heard a loud voice in heaven saying now is come what salvation and strength and the kingdom of our god and the power of his christ for the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our god there and has been cast down so accusers must be cast down the word cast means to dismiss. Listen, if you have a company 
and their accusers and there are people who raise up and foment trouble and they keep being there they will destroy what you have i'm telling you accusation so it means to dismiss the word cast down cast down means to, to dismiss it means to expel it means to banish it means to throw away if you are wiser than god do the opposite hello amen, amen. okay so now we find out that the devil i'm only trying to introduce something the devil was the one who created rebellion and then the bible says that he was cast down are you following me good i think in 11 and 12 he was cast down he says they overcame him by the blood of the lamb by the word of the testimony 12. he says therefore rejoice O heavens let's read this five together 12 to 1 2 therefore rejoice O heavens and you who dwell in them woe to the habitants of the earth and to the sea why because the devil has come down to you having great wrath because he knows that he has a short time hey the truth is that we are really in the last days the devil has a short time and so he's working over time usually when you have a short time to do something you work over time so the guy is working over time but the bible says that now see the nature of the devil is that he's rebellious and whilst in heaven the Bible says that war broke up. You see, when he became discontented, and usually when some people are discontented, they will fight. So in Revelation 12, 7, the Bible says war broke out in heaven. The devil and his agents, Tim Devil, fought against Michael and his angels. So two things fought. But the Bible says the devil didn't prevail. Any devil fighting you, they will not prevail. And today we emasculate. And we cripple every demonic assignment set against your life and your family in the name of the Lord Jesus. You didn't hear me. Hallelujah. This is Reverend Jonathan Ekuban. We'll be right back. Keep listening. Are you afflicted, troubled? Confused? Do you need the touch of God? Join us this and every Friday for prayer, miracle, and healing service from 6.30 p.m. And God will answer every prayer and your heart's desires. May the work of your hands be blessed. May you receive the promotion of God and the defense of God. And wherever you go, may the doors of glory and favor be open unto you. Welcome back. Stay tuned. He tried to fight in heaven. And he was able to sway one third of God's church members through accusation. You people are not being lifted up. Look at where God sits. Look at other people. And look at your situation. Look at what has been done to me. Look at that. The guy kept talking. And he managed to be able to affect the heart of angels. And they followed him. The guys who used to be angels, but after their rebellion, they became demons. The devil used to be called Lucifer, an angel of light, but after his rebellion, he was reduced to a devil and Satan diabolos. So every time you become rebellious, your status changes. You become reduced in quality. You depreciate in life. You don't become a better person. Are you getting me somebody here? You don't become a better person. And later we're going to learn about a lot of people who rebelled against God. If you look at Absalom, he was a king's son. He was a whole prince. But after his rebellion, he was reduced. In fact, he eventually ended up dying. The end result of every rebellion is death. And the devil knows that one day he's going to face something very bad. Hell. 
But see, the, the thing here is that he said that, Woe unto you, inhabitants of the earth, because the devil has visited you. Because when he rebelled, he was cast down from heaven. So if he has been cast down from heaven and his nature is rebellion, then on earth, he will continue the rebellion. But you see, on earth, spirits don't have a right to stay here and to operate. So they operate through human beings. That's the reason why even when God had to come and save us, God is a spirit. Is that not it? That's what the Bible says in John chapter 4, verse 24. 23, 24, God is a spirit. They who worship him must worship his spirit and truth. So even for God to operate on earth, he now had to take on a human form. Jesus, to save humanity. So any spirit that also that has to operate here must then operate through a human being. So the devil continues his rebellion from heaven on earth by operating through human beings. And anybody, the Bible says that anybody who gives a hearing or obeys somebody's voice, he becomes a servant to the person. So once you listen to the voice of a person, when somebody is talking, listen to me from today, be careful whoever you listen to because the spirit can affect you. The Bible even says that don't be friends with an angry person. He will affect you because you can never enter the atmosphere of smoke and not be affected by the smoke. Your dress will pick the scent. Jesus himself confirmed it in John chapter 6, verse 63. He said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. It means that when somebody is speaking, he transfers a spirit. That's why a girl could be there, listens to a guy. He doesn't even like the guy. The guy keeps telling her, I like you, I love you, I like you, I love you, I like you. Then she believes it. It's a word. And then somewhere, somehow, she felt a spirit of love and accepted it. Ends up leaving the father's house to go and live with this man. What a shock. So you realize that who you listen to is very important. Amen. Now we also learned that the rebellion always leads to disloyalty. Because you see, when a guy rebelled, he became unfaithful to God. Is that right? He became unfaithful to God. He changed. He changed. So disloyalty is what? Changing from who you are. And sometimes you will find out that you will find a man who marry a lady. The man has nothing and with time the man changes. It means that he has been disloyal. The devil entered the man. Now the man says, the woman has put on too much weight. He's now looking for a little younger girl with the waist of a wasp. <laughs> Meanwhile, he himself used to have flat tummy and now he's getting an ack. He has forgotten that his stomach too is changing. He too is changing. He's growing balls. And yet, you see, instead of looking at himself, and thanking God that despite the fact that men don't get pregnant, he's pregnant, and a woman has accepted him, he's now accusing the woman, you have, your body has changed, it has become amoeboid, I can see faults here, meanwhile he has also forgotten that he has become pregnant. Meanwhile somebody who has been merciful to you, to marry, keep, keep on marrying you, and then they become unfaithful. So you see, unfaithfulness is an issue of the heart. And you realize that when a man wants to be unfaithful, things that he didn't use to complain about, he starts complaining about it. He begins to talk. What used to be exciting is no more exciting because he has seen something else or the devil has entered the heart. The devil has entered the heart. And I told you that, see, you will never see disloyalty or unfaithfulness until it is manifested. Because nobody sees the heart until the heart manifests itself. Now, the root of all disloyalty or rebellion is pride. The root of all. And the Bible says that pride goes before a fall, which we have learned about. 
Hallelujah. Is somebody here with me? Yeah, pride goes before a uh, fall. And we look at the symptoms of pride. And we said, answering back, how do you know? If you have a company, you have employed somebody and you're becoming proud. Or you've got a house help, you're becoming proud. Or somebody around who is becoming proud. How will you know that this person is becoming proud? Number one, when the person answers back when you are talking to the person. We're not talking about general communication, but when you are talking, you say A, the person says B, C. The person answers back. It's like in the case of Samuel and Saul. When someone told Saul, Saul, you have done this and this and that. He said, I haven't done it. Meanwhile, God had commissioned Saul to go and kill all the Amalekites. Don't leave anything. And the guy left the king and left some of the animals and decided he was going to use it for sacrifice. He didn't wholly obey God. And when the prophet was talking about it too, he started talking back. He started answering back. And he said, why the bleating of the sheep? Why do we hear this? And he still was talking. So, you see, if he had repented, he probably could have stayed on as a king. In Genesis chapter 3, when you find out, you look at uh, after Adam has sinned and God visited him. God said, what is it that you have done? He said, the woman you gave to me, me God, me, I was sitting my somewhere, as we say in Ghana. And you decided to bring me a woman. And this woman is the one who has caused, you see, he didn't accept responsibility. So when there's an answering back, number two, when there is a general rudeness, rudeness or disrespect. So when you find somebody now becoming disrespectful, you must know that pride has entered the heart of the person. Pride has entered the heart of the person. That is why when Moses called for Dathan and Abiram and Co. said, come, he said, we won't come. Disrespect. Hello? Yeah. And our culture and scripture talks about the fact that we need to respect people that are in authority or people that are... In fact, you need to respect every human being. There's something called dignitati hominum, the dignity of man, and learn to respect. So when you find people who are disrespectful, and you can see some people as they're walking around, their noses are in their hair, and they walk around and say, who are you? And you see some of the girls also, on their sacramodo, you know that sacramodo, they still shoot when they walk around. And then as they meet you, they look at you like this. It's like you don't, you don't matter. And when you are shaking your hands, they do that. Hey, then you can say, they are full of pride, full of themselves. So you see, they are not saying, how would you know that this person is proud? Because of the, by the way the person talks, by the way the person shows disrespect. And number three, feeling indispensable. Feeling indispensable. I mean, nobody can take me away. Me, I am so important. Hey, yeah. Or you've forgotten that people will even die. And that you can lose what you have. Feeling indispensable. And that was the, the problem with... Queen Vashti. Queen Vashti was called by the king. I've got guests. Come, my queen. The Bible says that she was also there with other queens, other ladies, having her own meeting. But she had forgotten about the fact that she was appointed. She had forgotten about the fact that she was supposed to be under the king and co. And the time that she was boasting and misbehaving, they were seeking another queen in her place. And somebody who was not even a national, a young slave girl from another country, took over her place place. So somebody unknown, insignificant can take your place if you don't sit on your chair well. May you sit on your chair well. Then when you find somebody constantly criticizing, constant criticism, that's something. We are not saying that if you have some good whatever, don't say it. But when you find out that the person is, you see, there's somebody that you know that, look, what you are doing is helping you, trying to help you, you know, to be able to do what you are doing. But when the person constantly criticizes, seeing something negative, this, 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 you came here, you saw some 
things, some papers around and go. You two, don't you have hands? You could you have no hands? And when the place, and the place was dirty, and the place was this, and the place. The question is, what are you also doing? This is Reverend Jonathan Ekuban. We'll be right back. Keep listening. Are you afflicted, troubled, confused? Do you need the touch of God? Join us this and every Friday for prayer, miracle, and healing service from 6.30 p.m. And God will answer every prayer and your heart's desires. May the work of your hands be blessed. May you receive the promotion of God and the defense of God. And wherever you go, may the doors of glory and favor be open unto you. Welcome back. Stay tuned. What have you done? Amen. What have you done? Sometimes you can be counted in the church. I don't think maybe to be more anointed these days. When was the last time you prayed sincerely for the pastor? When was the last time you actually went outreach and won souls and brought them? Which people have you invited today to church? Who have you brought? Hello? Yeah, constant criticism. Constant criticism. Then you must know that something is happening. Then mocking or dis- discussing and maligning leaders. Then feeling that I am as good as my senior. Just like what the devil felt. The devil was proud. He became proud. That's why he said, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will be like the most high. And then refusing to come when you are called. Okay. Now, so we said, rebellion leads to disloyalty. And the root of disloyalty is what? Pride. Okay. Now, we are going to look at how disloyalty is manifested. The word manifest means to demonstrate, to display, to exhibit, to show forth something. How does it show forth? Is that right? Uh-huh. Because it is an issue of the heart. Now, if somebody says, I love you, it's not, he must show it. Amen? And ladies, for instance, are very smart when it comes to being able to detect that a man is interested in them. Because they see certain things. But somebody too is very naive. He can see some things and it means nothing to him. So in the same way, we must be able to know and see the signs of disloyalty. You have a company... You have a husband, you have a wife, you've got people around you. When they are becoming disloyal, what are some of the things that you must look out for? Hello? When somebody has got malaria, what are some of the signs? Signs and symptoms. Talk to me. Yes? Fever. What is fever? Increase in temperature. Yes? Madam Ness. Bitterness in the mouth. Yes? Body pains. Yes? Feeling cold. Uh-huh. Headache. What again? Sometimes throwing up. Is that right? Good. So the moment you see some of these things, then it shows that there is possibility of malaria. Is that right? Now, when you are beginning to have very increased temperature and other things, they are suspecting Ebola. But Ebola has been bound from our borders. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, so you, in the same way too, when it comes to, to disloyalty, what are some of the things that show up? What are the things that show up? Number one is disobedience. Disobedience. Disobedience is an outward manifestation of a disloyal heart. Hey. And remember, disobedience is the nature of the devil himself. We, we look at it. When he said that, I'll exalt my throne above the stars of God, I'll be like the most high. You know, the Bible says, thou hast said in thy heart. So, when you, you see people manifesting disobedience, it shows the devil is working in them. How do I know that? Ephesians chapter 2 verse 2, quickly. Whew. In which you once walk according to the course of this world, according to who? The prince of the power of the earth, the spirit who, who now works in the sons of disobedience. Have you seen it? 
The devil is a rebellious person. And the devil's spirit works in the sense of disobedience. So the disobedience is a sign of rebellion. In 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 22 to 23, God disposed of Saul after he dis- disobeyed him. So disobedient people often have a streak of rebellion. In fact, it is the spirit of rebellion that gives them the audacity to disobey. Number two is corny. Psalm 1 verse 1. Blessed is the man that walks not. Let's read together. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. So, hey, if you do not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, you are blessed. Nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. So, if you don't sit in the seat of the scornful, you are blessed. And if you sit with scornful people, you are cursed. That's what the Bible is saying. Now, who is a scornful person? Or who are the scoffers? Another name is the scoffers. Scoff. So who is a scoffer? A scorner or a scoffing person. Scorners are people who mock at you. Yes, Israel. They do not believe in you and what you are doing. So when you see a scornful person, whatever you are doing, he doesn't believe in you. The splendor of the king. Oh, what a word. This has been Reverend Jonathan Ekuban who brought you this message. You can call Reverend Jonathan Ekuban on 026-3316-457. That is 026-3316-457. Stay tuned. Same time next week. We can't end this broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make the greatest decision in your life. That is salvation. If you want to give your life to Jesus, just say this simple prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I come to you as a sinner, lost and condemned to hell. I repent of my sin and ask for your forgiveness. I believe with all my heart that you died on the cross and rose up again for my sins. I open my heart to you and receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. Please take control of my life and make me what you want me to be. From today, I am yours and you are mine. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful gift of salvation. Amen. If you pray this prayer sincerely from your heart, then you are a child of God. Find a Bible Believe in church and join. Or you can fellowship with us at Springs of Life Chapel International so you can grow up in your faith and fulfill your destiny in Christ. for listening to the Hour of Glory broadcast. We hope you've been blessed by today's message. We invite you to join us at Springs of Life Chapel International and be part of a great family. Sundays, first service, 6.30 to 8.30 a.m. Second service, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. We have our teaching service every Wednesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. And prayer and miracle service every Friday at 6.30 p.m. You will find us at the Zoe Temple on the Bachona Dogona Road off the Spintex Road at Bajona Ecobank Junction. You can always call 0242 784 424 or 0244 216 
0804-0804-084. Email revjekuban at salsi.org. RevJ Ekuban is spelled R-E-V-J-E-K-U-B-A-N. Salsi, S-O-L-C-I. That is revjekuban at salsi.org. Visit our website www.salsi.org.